hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Throwback Podcast. I'm Mark from the Throwback Store, me with Ginger Shack, pulling stupid faces. How are we doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad. How are you feeling? Because oh, we were meant to record this nice and early. 11. And now we're not, because you decided to watch a load of pad wearing egg ball chases. <laughs> yeah, I stayed up for the Bills Chiefs game, which we I'm... just quote, just quote that's what how how what, a minute into the pod are you yawning already? Yeah. Well it's because you mentioned me being me staying up late. It kind of just So you watch the Bills Chiefs. All right. Yes. Great, great game. Great get all the games in this round. I know it's a basketball-ish podcast, but we're going to talk about everything today. We're going to talk about the UFC as well, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was on both games were unreal. You had the Rams beating the Bucks, your Rams. But, so we'll my Rams, yeah. But we'll um we can we can kind of digress because one of the big things and like it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Like, and it's the biggest thing in sporting history, like yes. on that day. The NBA don't even put games on on that day, which makes complete yeah. sense. Um, the halftime show is unreal for this year. Yeah, Dr. Dre, um, Kendrick Lamar, Murray J. Blige. Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Snoop and yeah. Yeah, I did understand saying that. Is Murray J. Blige, is Murray J. Blige from LA? And obviously Eminem's from Detroit. But Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre and Snoop all being from LA. If the Rams get the... It's in LA. It'd be insane. It'd be insane. So it would be, but um, it it does make me think that like, and I'd hate it, but I'd love it at the same time. Elimination basketball. Oh, I'd love it. I would love it. Do you know what I mean? Like that. That it all goes down to that that game. It's that's just um, game seven. It's just a shame that. <clears throat> if you get five game sevens in a playoff series, you'll be in a playoff. Like in the playoffs, so you'd be you'd be lucky, wouldn't you? You'd normally one or two if that. So, but it is it is something that obviously, like you said, we are a we are a number a podcast, but we'll talk about the nuff a lot. Yeah, uh, but it is like it is. Like, why aren't American football jerseys as cool as NBA jerseys? I don't know because they should be marked <laughs> like yeah. they're more practical. They've they got have, sleeves. They have definitely got sleeves. I like it. I like an American football jersey. Just, I just think bas- there's nothing cooler than a basketball jersey. Is to like, I just think it. It's just, I don't know. You can see basketball players going around with NFL jerseys on, and vice versa, NFL players wearing basketball jerseys. But I just always think that a basketball jersey looks. Do you know cool. what I think it grinds down to? The NBA is cool. Yeah. Um, and the NBA is a lot more forward thinking. I mean, Definitely. you just look at the fact that without getting into it too much, this simple comparison is they done Black Lives Matter on the court. They had it on the back of their jerseys. There was injustice, social injustice. And then the biggest thing that stemmed from the NFL was the fact that like you get banned if at one point you were getting banned if you knelt for the for the national anthem. And yeah, it's sad. the whole Kaepernick, like, you know exclusion from the league and not being able to get a job um it's it's shocking it when you actually think about and the, the worst thing about it is like the play on the fact or 
Donald Trump played on the fact and some of the owners played on the fact he's he's disrespecting he's disrespecting the 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 people in the army and the all the forces and and he completely explained that that's not why he was doing it he wasn't doing it to disrespect the flag he was doing it to stand up against injustice for his people which is completely understandable do you know what i mean uh, yeah it, it's just crazy but like you say we could probably talk about that all day and did, yeah the N- the nba definitely is more forward thinking but i do think that is down to the superstars in the nba a black and unfortunately in the NFL, a lot of the superstars aren't. Uh, they're getting there, it's getting there. You've got Patrick Mahomes now and Lamar Jackson. Uh, but Tom Brady's still the face of the league and he's 44 years of age. So, is he 44? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the, the second best quarterback in the league is Aaron Rodgers and so on and so forth. Or if you look at what MVP voting is going to look like. But, yeah, it, it, it's getting there, though, the NFL. It's getting there, though. Uh, For sure. But For sure. Going, going away from me staying up late last night, what was keeping me up last night was these all-star jerseys. These all-star jerseys. What have they done? One looks pink. Obviously, it might just be the lighting. Do you know what I almost like about them? Bear, bear with me. Go on. They've made them really, really easy for DH Gate to fake. Yeah, they have. What they look like is, and I've only just thought this in my mind now when I said pink, it looks like, do you know when you go, <laughs> don't start smiling like that because I'm not going down that track. I thought he was looking at me as though I was going to say something inappropriate then and I wasn't. Say you go into Morrison's or Asda and you go to the fish counter. Yeah? Hear me out. Hear me out. Get a nice piece of salmon. One side's pink, one side's grey. That's what the jerseys are like. It's like a piece of salmon. And you've gone like that. Here's your grey scaly salmon. And here's your nice pink side. <laughs> is that not what's happened? Is, they not, is that not? So, rather than just saying... The shit. It looks the like salmon. Shit. One looks like uncooked salmon, the other side looks like the skin side of salmon. Yeah. I had to listen to you talk about Morrison's, who don't sponsor the podcast, no. and are arguably the shittest of the big four supermarkets. Is there a big four supermarkets? Yeah. Who are they? Asda, Tesco. Yeah. Morrison's. Yeah. Aldi. Is Aldi the fourth big four? For sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody including Sainsbury's. Waitrose being being. Do you know what I was thinking the other day? What are you I, on about Waitrose? I know where you live, Saint Helens. You know Waitrose. See, I was just about to go on to this. I was just about to go on to this, and it definitely hasn't got a Waitrose just for argument's sake. Like we've definitely not got a Waitrose in. We've not got supermarkets. Uh, we just still have people on the street saying it's just a town of Nisa locals and premiers. Yeah, that's what it is. But what I was thinking is. You're always going on about me being northern and poor. Uh, no. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> northern, yeah. 
little bit lacking in progression, potentially. But that's you individually. <laughs> not talking about the full not. But you support Liverpool. I didn't say where I'm. I, you didn't ask me where I'm from. Corby. We got voted the most miserable town in Britain. I can fucking tell now. Look, you're not even laughing at me fucking jokes. Why am I swearing so much today? I've had enough sleep. Uh, I don't know, Joseph. <laughs> so, anyway, back on to what do you think of the All-Star jerseys? I'm just not a fan of things that are vibrant colours for no reason. Yeah, I don't understand the grey and blue concept, and I really don't understand the ready pinky. I just don't understand it. Like, it makes no sense, but it's almost as if they've gone, we're in Cleveland. No one's really that hyped. Let's just fuck it up. But then equally, there hasn't been a nice All-Star jersey since. Do you know what? Like, Nike just haven't. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I rated the, the whole team logo ones. They were cool. Yeah, but they um, do to uh And then they realised that the team logo ones meant that players were like, oh, you know, you know, like if this one gets traded, whereas unless the player leaves the league, we can still sell their all-star jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can still charge X, Y, and Z for a Westbrook jersey when he's playing everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that Westbrook's going to be an all-star, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, it's just, they're not nice. Like I thought the last nice one, and maybe I'm biased, was the Chicago All Star Game? Which um, one was that? What? What did? What? What was the? So it was the blue, and then it was the red. But it was obviously the players either wore twenty four. Oh yes, yes, I remember. I remember. That was all right. That was an all right like, one. They were quite nice, but I think in recent times, last year, Rising Star and the Team USA jerseys have been nicer. Yeah, I agree. Like, and the the you know rest of the world jerseys. Um, I'd think with so much effort they put into all of the other jerseys, the mixtapes and things like that, and this being the 75th anniversary. I know, you'd think they'd have... Like, the only thing, and it's just dawned on me now, like, bear with me. Wow. And it's just dawned on me. Second yard, go on. Is one of the jerseys not diamond-coloured and the other jersey not pink diamond? Oh, I can't be. I'm not having it. I don't even know what pink... But di- I don't know what pink... The diamond that- anniversary... I know, but what's pink diamond? A pink diamond. It's just shit. Let's stop trying to make. Well, get... be honest, they weren't gonna like what were they gonna do? There ain't many other colored diamonds they can use that are, are probably appropriate. Uh, I just think what they could have done is they could have looked at the, the all-star jerseys from maybe like 96, the cactus one, the chili pepper one, like those years. Yeah. And then I'm, people other than me and you, or including people, me and you, yeah, would probably give them shit. Yeah, definitely. Like, bit of originality. I, I, I had a little bit of a rant about Nike jerseys the other day because I had a couple of messages again from people about... The letters coming off. Yeah. Like, oh, like I'm getting met, like pretty much three or four a week. How do I get the letters back on? How do I, like, the letters... Somebody wrote in the comments on one of my posts that somebody sat on a leather chair and the letters got stuck to the chair and come off. 
So obviously Elliot done his amazing jerseys for kids things, which you contributed to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my little lady got a Bulls jersey. Yeah. Um, but then her brother stole it because it fits him better. Okay. Um, and he wore it once and then I had a panic attack because the letters were coming off. I know. I just mate. Obviously, you can you can iron them back on, right? And that is fine. But I just think for like the longevity of the jersey, like in ten years' time, are these going to hold? Are these going to hold up like the Adidas ones have? And like champion Jack- ones, thirty years later. I know, mate. It, it's crazy. It's it's actually crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. I just. It just pissed me off. I just feel bad. I do feel bad because I won't buy them Nike jerseys anymore uh, for the re- for that reason. I just think it's just slapdash put together. Uh, like, let's rip the people off. Like, let's make the cheapest quality product possible and sell it for the highest possible price. Uh and I don't think they're doing a particularly good job of anything. But I'd like to see that hopefully this year, with it being the diamond and the swoosh being different, and that that maybe there's a little bit more quality there. Yeah, but it, then it should be every year. It should um, because they they never made the they never made the authentics accessible. No, um, no. And the, I, like for example, with the Adidas, I never once bought a replica. No, because they were shocking. Yeah. Um, and they didn't fit right. This fit like the cut of them was weird. Yeah. Um, so well, I bought swingmans. Yeah. And I like to stitch swingmans. Yeah. And I also had no issue with the press swingmans because they did the letters on them held up yeah. as well. Yeah, they did. Um they did. And and you look at Mitchell and Ness who don't stitch their numbers anymore. Yeah. Unless it's an authentic. I yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. Um, and they hold up for hold up for time. So yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I just what well, I, I don't know. In ninety quid though, mate, ninety pound, ninety English pounds for a night jersey, and you go and sit down on your mate's couch, and then you you get up and you've got no number or name on back of your jersey. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I mean, the worst thing is you could have a Yana Santa Capuno jersey. <laughs> you lose a letter, you're like, I haven't even noticed. Yeah, I don't even know what letter's gone. Um, it is like, like hopefully the All-Star jerseys, the, the ones we've seen are like maybe the celeb game jerseys. Like, we can yeah. pray. Yeah, fingers crossed it is. It won't be. Like, even, put it this, it's going to hurt me to say this. Even the ones last year for the All-Star game that was meant to be in Indiana. Yeah, but hey, but they had a story. Like they were, they were nice, like yellow. And the were, only thing I can think of is like you know when you see that is it, Karim Kamira's NBA. He does like all the leaks. Yeah, yeah. Like the photos are generally shit because they've been took like as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, and maybe when we do see the proper proper images of them, they will be a bit nicer. We'll know the real color. Yeah. Um, maybe one will be like teal, and the other one will be like. You know, maybe we we never know. Yeah, if they release a Demar Derozan jersey, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, of course you are. End of discussion. Not even worth. Do you know what I mean? Um, So you've just kind of got to like grin and bear it. But like, 
The originality's not there. At the minute, it just appears to be all-star, massive NBA logo. That's about it. Um, but the, And the less said about them, the better. But one thing we do need to talk about. Go on. Grayson Allen. Oh. So, <laughs> we talk about the league being soft. Yeah. We don't, but like people have. Right. Anybody, time stamp this because it's probably going to be like a three-minute rant. It's coming. Um, there's probably going to be a teaser video comes from this, but we'll see. It's coming. Grayson Allen, it was a horrible foul. It was dangerous. Yeah. Um, Grayson Allen is going on the precedent that he was already in the motion to to get the the ball. To get the ball, whatever. So my main point is, I want to talk about Caruso first. The man's an athlete. Now, if he lied on the floor and he whined and Grayson Allison, Grayson Allen never got ejected, then all right, lie on the floor for a bit longer, whatever. But the man is an athlete. He's got adrenaline running through his body. He doesn't want to look weak, so he's played on. So because this man has now been played on with a broken wrist, yeah, for an additional twelve more minutes, he's getting flack. I know. Um, Grayson Allen has got a history of it. He's a dirty yeah. player. He's done it. As I've said, um, NBA UK fans put a tweet out. And my re- my reply to it was, I "Don't know if you've seen it, but it'll probably be screenshotted. Mark will stick it up, unless people won't see it because apparently you don't watch on YouTube. You just listen on Spotify. I so I'll say it anyway. I basically said long and short." He doesn't have the star power to be such a dirty player. No. The players that have gone before him that have been like that have had the star power. You talk about Draymond Green is, you know, donkey kicking people in the dick. Like, whatever. Like, he's an all-star. He's a champion. Yeah. Grayson Allen will end up finding himself out of the league and end up playing in Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, all of these countries in Europe. And I can assure you now that if you're playing for CSKA Moscow and you decide to be a dirty little bitch, you ain't getting out of that fucking arena alive. No, no, there's some naughty people out there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just shameful. And I get that his teammates have got to protect him. Yeah. But all it gave me vibes of, and it pains me to say it, is when Luis Suarez was a rat. Yeah, and racist, and the Liverpool players all wore like Back justice in. for Luis Suarez t-shirts. Yeah, posting on social media to say it's not a dirty play. It was scandalous. It was a dirty play in my because opinion. it was awful. Like people are talking about, he could have ended his career. No, you could have ended his life. Yeah, like, if he'd landed on his head, he could have snapped probably T one down to twelve. Yeah, spinal fluid leaking out the back of his neck, and would all go. Oh, well, you know, Grayson Allen's a lovely guy. Yeah. No, it was wrong. And And it was bad. Yeah, he's not even kind of come out and apologised or anything. Like, he's basically gone, oh, it was was my body emotion. Fuck off. Yeah, nah. And equally, I feel sorry for the Bucks admin, who it appears may have had a scheduled tweet to announce their next game. Just so happened Allen. to be Grayson Allen, 
I know, and then it come out about... And then it uh, come out about her, and then some even more bigger rats than Grayson Allen decided to send death threats to her. Like, sort your fucking life out, people. I know, world's fucked. Do you know what I mean? We're in a fuck. We had a fucking global pandemic. Just coming what out. What's your this- fucking mother say? If you're sat there fucking tweeting death to some fucker that posted a tweet, sort your fucking life out, son. I know. It's ridiculous. Say it to her face. Yeah, it's, cra- it, it's, it's crazy. Just, it's just crazy, isn't it? Like, but the main point is, like- Grace Nallon's a dirty bastard. Yeah, but he was like that at, at uh, he was at Duke, wasn't he? Was he at Duke? Yeah. He was like that at Duke, though. He was always kicking out. In... Like the nicest man in British basketball, Josh Coyne, posted a video showing yeah. all of the things he's done. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He's definitely got a uh, previous. But what can you do? Like, there's just players like that. I remember uh, who was the guy who played for the Warriors? He was dirty. Oh yes, um, not uh, not Petrulia. Yeah, 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 Zaza Petrulia. Yeah, he was the same, just a bit of a rat. Just he, he kept landing on like it was like a re- de- landing yeah, on his ankle. Yeah, he was he was forever getting underneath people when they were shooting. That's what it was, and he did it to Kawhi, didn't he? Yeah, and he was when he was playing for the Spurs, yeah. and he and he had to go out after that, but. There's just there's always going to be players like that who aren't as talented. Grayson Allen, though, I'm not going to lie, and um, like I, I think he's a decent basketball player. He's not fantastic. I, I liked him, like when he got picked. Great role player. It was kind of when the Bulls were kind of in that sort of pick zone. Yeah. So like, and it was when I paid attention to the draft, and I was like, ah, this Grayson Allen guy's all right, you know. Like mainly held by the fact he played for Duke, so I'm like, he must be good. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, like it's just disappointing. Like, just come out and say, Do you know what? Like, it was a lap in judgment. I fucked up. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do that, that's fine. If you want to act like that, then not a problem. Like, we'll put you in the square circle. We'll put you in a cage if you want to be a dickhead. Yeah, and watch somebody pummel your skull in. And you'll get battered by Elmer Fudd on steroids, otherwise known as Alex Caruso. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Talking of injuries and disasters, Russell Westbrook. He's a disaster, isn't he? He's not having he's a great. He's not day. having a good time, is he? No. And and I feel for him because this was his chance to be like, I was at a shit Rockets team in conclusion. I was at an awful Washington team in conclusion. Um. And then you start to think about it and you go, Is it all have we seen have we seen the best Westbrook? Yeah, I think we definitely is that is that is that where we're at now? I think so. I don't think it's gonna get and do you know what? It's not like this hasn't always been coming. Like there's a lot of players around the league. I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast. There's a lot of players around the league who adapt their game. So you look at the likes of LeBron, who plays a lot slower now. Uh, the likes of your uh, Mello or most of the older guys, they'll they'll kind of develop the game. Westbrook has solely lived his NBA career off pure athleticism. And as that athleticism is, is fading, 
shows everything that was great about him. Like, it's like he's going 100 mile an hour now, but there's no kind of rhyme or reason to what he's doing. He's, he's gone just... from being a rally car to being a drag racer. Yeah, it's like it... he's gone from being able to, like, do you know what I mean, navigate down routes and get himself to the basket. Whereas now he's just like, I'm just going to go fast and hope people move. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker yeah. thinks he's Sonic. Yeah, and, and in the past, he's been able to jump as well. Like, when he's got in them predicaments where he's coming down, caught fast, his pure athleticism has got him kind of out of trouble. Like, he, he'll, he'll just jump and he'll do something in the air and he'll make a layup. Whereas now, that's fading. He can't, he can't do that. People are standing in front of him because they know he's not quick well, enough. Lot, to... And the problem is a lot of young players have based their game off of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You look at, you know, Swiper the Fox, you look at yeah. players like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, to an extent. Pure. Like, Russ, Russ aimed his game off of the likes of Derek Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, it's... It's not a long that, game. That, that, that explosive guard is no longer as required as what it used to be because no. if you Look, can get a good shooting guard in Steph Curry, yeah, then he's getting you an extra point on every possession than, than yeah. somebody like Russ is. And don't get me wrong, Russ will go down as one of the greatest of all time, you know, yeah. like for what he could do. And he'll be a Hall of Famer and he's a perennial all-star and and whatnot, and he'll, he'll probably never win a championship, or he might do a Gary Payton and take a vet min and go somewhere where they might win it. But yeah. in it, in conclusion, he's kind of done that yeah. in LA. Yeah, he's I, joined a team of Melo, AD, LeBron. It's just not you know? worked out. You've just hit the nail on the head then with uh, Derek Rose. I think Derek Rose has adapted his game. So he's not going off pure athleticism anymore. He's using his brain a lot more, his basketball IQ. And I just don't think Russ is willing to kind of do that. He's still trying to chase these triple doubles when he doesn't need to anymore. Just play your game. Just play your game. But he's probably not going to be an all-star. But he's definitely but the saddest thing is Russ could end up being in that top five of players that never won a championship. Yeah. If he carries on. You know what I mean? And... With the light, like right next to Iverson and Charles yeah. Barkley, yeah, just below um, them. Uh, but yeah, but he doesn't, he also doesn't deserve his social media backlash and no, no. Russell West breaking and, and things like that. Like, it's very, I know we say, uh, I'm always gonna say, like, look back at history because I'm a Liverpool fan, so that's like my go to. <laughs> um, but like, he deserves to have plaudits for what he's done, um, yeah, definitely, definitely. But he, he also needs to have a little bit of a what. Like Melo did. When Melo went, I was the guy. He needs to humble himself. Uh, I was the guy and and maybe I'm not no more and I need to eat some humble pie and for one to remain in the league because right now, if you said to me, who can you have on your team, Russell Westbrook or J.R. Smith? I'd be like, well, J.R. Smith can shoot lights out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not paying him X, Y, and Z, like a triple digit million dollar contract. And I'm not having to push no. a lifestyle line along with a signature shoe line. Yeah. 
That, like, it's all a bit mad, isn't it? I just think maybe it's time. Like, who has got the most pointless signature contract now for shoes? Is it Paul George or is it Russell Westbrook? Uh, oh, definitely Paul George. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, but some of them PG models were nice. Like, I had the Mamba mentality PG four. Like, it weren't bad. They're just dead narrow. Yeah, I, I've never really been a fan of the PG line, but that's just me, isn't it? That's just my preference. Uh, they're all yeah, you, that, you all prefer the... different things, like that jumper. Oh my god, this jumper is fire emoji, isn't it? Right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be this guy here, right? And say, is that a, is that a Ralph Lauren jumper? It is, yeah. So if you remove the little man on the horse with the polo stick, would you still like that jumper? Yeah, it's sick. Look at it. Is this jumper not sick? It's grown on me. I'll be honest. Grown on me by the looks of it. <laughs> like initially, I looked at it and was like, "Why is he turned up doing Joseph in a Technicolor dream jumper?" <laughs> Joseph in the Technicolor bloody jumper. I just don't know what kicks to wear with it because you can pretty much wear any colour, can't you? Yeah, but then you can. Yeah. Like, do. do you know that? Just straight up plain white Air Force Ones. Yeah. Emphasise yeah. the jumper, bro. Definitely, definitely. The jumper that you've just ripped the piss out of. Yeah, emphasise that a little bit. And more. then said I liked it. Okay, okay. But yeah, I would, even if that wasn't there, I'd still... I'm still worried. Anybody on Spotify listening, how do we describe this? Basically, you know when you're in school and they said, everyone bring in a white T-shirt and you can tie-dye it? Yeah. And then there was that one rich kid who was like, yeah, don't have white T-shirts. Don't go to Primark. Got a standard white Ralph Lauren polo hanging about. <laughs> I look like I'm going to rave. That's why. Uh, well, yeah. it's like it, it's got, I get it because it's obviously an ode to the Avengers because yeah. you've got like Iron Man on one side, Groot. and you've got Hulk, Captain America. Oh, yeah. Wow. Do you know what I mean? I thought about that. I've never really seen the back of this before. It's the same. Yeah. Well, it's it the front. Of, it kind of goes. And the little horse geezer. Yeah. But anyway, I've got a tie dye jumper on, a Ralph Lauren tie dye jumper. Leave me be, let me live. Nah, fair bit. play, man, because I ain't brave enough to wear tie-dye. Well, there you go. And I won't be after this podcast. We're going to take it off and burn it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Ego has been smashed to pieces. I mean, to be fair, man, I'd offer to have it off you, but it'd be too big for me, so. <laughs> right, Kyrie Irving's back. What do you think about it's, that? Only playing oh, away I love games. It. I do love it. Like, I hate it, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, um, I do I, love it. He deserves to be back playing. It is like another step in that sense of normality happening. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We knew at some point somebody was going to find some kind of loophole. Loophole that meant that he Kyrie. could play. Um, I just don't like the fact that Kyrie Irving coming back has coincided with the Bulls going on a slide. Oh, oh. Um, uh, everybody's been a bit up and down, haven't they? Uh, yeah, but not everybody got beat by the magic. Who got beat by the magic? You, me. Yeah. Both. You. 
Did you get beat yeah, by the magic? Yeah, we got beat by the magic, yeah. Wow. Wow. Like 114 to like 96 or something. Wow. But then equally had a four-point game against the Bucks. Crazy, isn't it? The other thing is, uh, Joel Embiid's playing well. Joel Embiid is playing well. Joel MVP, Bead. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Joel M. I tried it. It's not going to work. It, you can't say peed because you, you... No, you can't say that. Joel MVP'd. I just said that. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? Not really. Uh, yeah. They're doing well. They're dead sixes, kind of plodding along. Uh, fuck Ben Simmons. Um, yeah. Fuck Ben Simmons. Yeah, fuck Ben Well, I was just thinking then Kyrie's back. Ben Simmons, he's, apparently he's lost like 15 million now. Simmons this year. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Absolute craziness, isn't it? Absolute craziness, but leave him to it. It is, but it would be nice. Like this, this segue <laughs> is solid. Watch this. It would be nice for him to be two win MVP though, because what a year for sport that would be for Cameroon. Yes, 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 yes. See what you did there. And you've got a London jumper on as well, so we can segue towards that too. So it would be a great year for Cameroon. Uh we had Francis Ngannou winning on the weekend. What did you think of that performance? Surprise? So I was working yesterday and I was like, I'm going to miss it. And I'm not, I'm going to have to catch up on it, but it's a heavyweight showdown. So I'm not going to be able to avoid the result. Yeah. Um, because somebody will tag me in something. Um, and I woke up at bang on half past five on Sunday morning. Ready for it. And I was like, just no, just lit work. Like my body just woke me up. And I was like, all right. So like, Stuck the TV on, BT Sport. Mrs. just pulled the cover over her heads and was like, I'm going to just leave you to this. And I watched it. And I was like, fair play, Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently now you can wrestle. <laughs> apparently now you can throw really big Frenchmen around. Like. <coughs> Crazy. Just complete. Do you know I didn't like? I didn't like the the absolute pinnacle of shit ousery. The pinnacle of shit ousery. Dana White not putting that belt around him. So I have a theory. Is he going to come out and say he's got COVID? He's going to come out and say he's not well. Yeah, definitely. Because he equally never did the press conference after. And no. he never misses a pay-per-view press conference. No, because he likes getting the numbers out there, doesn't he? I hope it's nothing serious, but if it is just pure shit ousery, that is the pinnacle. Just for anybody who doesn't kind of watch the UFC, uh, what was beautiful about the performance? Not only did he win, but he was on the last fight of his contract, so he literally bet on himself. It was like because if he lost, the next contract is. Not even a quarter of what he'd have been offered if he if he'd have won, and this is what I love about the UFC as well. In some ways, you never kind of see boxers go. Let's just go. Like you're looking at the likes of 
the Joshua Fury fight where they were moaning about the purse. No, I want to have 60%. No, I want to have 60%. Well, if you win, you'll get the big one next time. Like, No, I do, I do agree with you to an extent. And it does go into, like, I apologize for anyone that's listened to this solely as a basketball podcast. <laughs> but we are both combat sports enthusiasts. So I think you do have to look at the retrospect of it as well. The UFC has got the market. It's fantastic. Yeah. They put the best against the best and it's amazing. Again, I can bring that back to the NBA because that is the best against the best. It's amazing. They've got the market share. Nobody's got a team in Europe where everyone's going, oh, but you know what? Like, <laughs> you might beat the Lakers. Real Madrid might beat the Warriors. They wouldn't. Simple as that. Pish. Whatever. Equally, there's a couple of fighters in other organizations such as Bellator One Championship that you might say, do you know what? They might give a good go in. Yeah. But equally, the UFC experiments worked out damn good because the likes of Ben Askren has been pitched when he came to the UFC. And Michael Chandler has been exciting, but yeah. that's that. So we digress. The money is a massive issue. You look at the fact that Francis Ngannou is classed as the baddest man on the planet because he's the heavyweight champion of the world in the Ultimate Fighting Championship, and he got paid 600000 before his pay-per-view buys. That's, that's flat rate. You look at the fact that Tyson Fury could go and fight Povetkin and clear up with fifty-four million. Povetkin yeah. would leave that with twelve, fourteen. Yeah. So, so, um, that's so what... Francis Ngannou and a fantastic and again, oh my god, my segues are so fucking good today. I am on so much fire. Well, Fuck well. me. Because then the man himself, Tom Aspinall, done an interview because he is somebody who has sparred with Tyson Fury and was one of his training partners for the first Deontay Wilder fight. Yeah, he was. As a big guy who can throw blows. And he turned around and said, people don't respect <laughs> what is needed to be a boxer. Boxers in the UFC are nowhere near as good as boxers that are boxers because that is their pure sport. Yeah. It is the pure sport of pugilism. It is. So you take all of the stuff out of the grounds. Yeah, Tyson Fury might be able to give Francis Ngannou a good go, but he's going to box the fuck off of his head. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he definitely will. Do you know what I mean? You've seen that in, 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 in the smaller division with Mayweather versus McGregor. Yeah. You've seen it twice with Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren going up against what is a glorified fucking YouTuber. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the money is a massive issue. Yeah. But equally, he's bet on himself. Yeah. And, and he's won. And if he does decide to go and do boxing and vacate his title, not a problem. When he comes back, after it's gone wrong and he has to fight the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, who will probably motherfucking Aspinall. Yeah. Well, then maybe you've just, there's some great heavyweights out there at the minute. It's like, just exciting. I, I like, like uh, the Derek Lewis Tia Vassa fight. That's, that should be a good fight as well. Anyway, yeah, we've gone completely. The fact that a British heavyweight is headlining the O2 Arena for UFC London is fantastic, and obviously yeah. even more so for, for for you guys up north because he's a proud Wiganer. Um, there's going to be a lot of northern guys on the card. Yeah, there'll be very limited southern guys. To be fair, when you think about it, yeah, like, yeah. Well, it, in terms of the north, like it's crazy, isn't it? Because if you actually think of British fighters in the UFC. Ever, the majority have been northerners. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And, and you look at it now in the respect that um, 
now like is probably the the most dynamic era of That's money great. being pumped into a sport which is mixed yeah. martial arts because you could fill an entire card including the undercard with top quality british fighters yeah definitely you know i mean with with a, a co-main event of arnold allen versus dan hooker great fights you know he's back down to featherweight and and if arnold allen wins that then there's got to be talk about him fighting for for a title like yeah. cha- you know down title spot at some point and and you look at the money that's been funded by the ufc to go into it the English Mixed Martial Arts Association that's got some great people on its board, such as Nick Pete, Molly McCann, Mark Goddard, who are all great people yeah. who want this sport to thrive. And you look at, you know, my little lad, he does MMA. Yeah. And and it was a, it was a beautiful thing because Nick Pete done a podcast and he was talking about it. And he was like, back in the day, I did judo. Then I did a bit of karate. But I couldn't do it all because... I'd have to go to different parts. Yeah, now you can like, go to one place. You can go to one place. And you look yeah. at the funding, the money that's getting pushed for a sport like this, which is still so young. Yeah. And you go, why don't we have elite level British talent in basketball that exactly. gets the opportunity? Because they don't pump the money in. Because they don't they pump, pump the money, the money in. in. And that's that that's the thing. But shout out to everybody who's on the card in London. Is it the 19th of March? 19th of March, so I'm already down in London. I'm going to try and get a ticket for the UFC because I'm down in London for the Friday because my main man, Jordan Vichenik, is fighting for a unification bout in the Cage Warriors featherweight, champion, featherweight Championship against Paul the Irish Bomb Hughes. Oh, wow. Let's hope Paul Hughes doesn't listen to the podcast so you're going to get filled in. What's he going to do? He's really good in. I don't give a shit. Motherfucker can't get on a plane at the minute because his country's in lockdown, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is he Jamaican? <laughs> is he Jamaican? Because that was a Jamaican He's making me angry is what he's doing, Mark. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, crazy. The basketball's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, well, that's what we can do. We, there was a segue there into it should be, there should be more funding into it. But they should. Like, you just look at it and, like, we can I'm argue boxing. the toss ridiculously. Um, look at how much money got pumped into boxing. And off the back of that, you got James DeGale as a world champion, Anthony Joshua as a world champion, Luke Campbell fighting for a world title, all gold medalists at the Olympics. Uh, Amir Khan. Amir Khan being a multiple division world champion, like... But you just look at it and it's sad to know that a sport that's so young is mixed martial arts. It's getting all this money pumped into It's getting it. all this money pumped into it. And could, like, I will put my hand on my heart now and say <laughs> that we will have an Olympic medal in mixed martial arts before we have an Olympic medal in basketball. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. I don't even know if they do mixed martial arts at the Olympics, but I'm pure. No, but this is what I'm saying. Like, that's how bad it is. It will get into the Olympics before... Like, if they're putting things like fucking skateboarding in... Yeah, amateur MMA should be should be definitely... Like, do you know what I mean? But then you've got... You do have, like, karate and you do have judo and you do have... Taekwondo. Taekwondo, wrestling. So, in a way, boxing, that is the mixed martial arts, isn't it? That that's that's the that's that's what it is. But don't be surprised if if mixed martial arts does make it to the Olympics and 
definitely don't be surprised if we win a medal doing that before we do basketball because yeah, ridiculous, isn't it? Like it's just sad. Like um, it's just sad. And you've even got the fact that like we've got the NBA England like junior cup that we had at the weekend. I think it was down in your neck of woods, Manchester. Yeah, yeah it was. And eight pound fifty, you could see eight games of basketball. Yeah, it was elite the, level, like top elite level. And yeah. to go and see that in a different country to see the top youth teams play. Oh God! Like, you think, you, think, you know what I mean? Like, like, like on Sunday was basically like March Madness for Britain. It was eight pound fifty, and eight pound fifty wouldn't buy you a fucking tea towel yeah, at the NCAA. And, like, and that's and that's where uh, they played where GB play at the National Basketball Institute in Manchester. Yeah, crazy, absolutely crazy. But fingers crossed, we get some funding fingers crossed the government kind of think twice and think it's the most part one of I think it is the most participated sport in the country or the second after football yeah second after football yeah uh so the sooner we get the funding the sooner we get success like we need basketball players in the NBA I think you get you had Lou Aldeng you had Ben Gordon who didn't really want to be from here but he was Robert Archibald um, yeah. who's just Scotland. gone up two years since he passed away. Like, Yeah, so we need that funding. But anyway, that was a crazy podcast, that one. It was wicked, wasn't it? NFL, NBA, you mentioned Liverpool, I mentioned... Like if we if we had more time, Mark, we'd do a spin-off podcast just talking about sports, but oh. we haven't got the time. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice, that. It'd be good, that, yeah. Yeah, we could. We, we definitely can't do it, but it would be. We nice. could call it the speedball. Yes, we could. We could call it that. Uh, but yeah, that was a bit of a mad one. We went from boxing to UFC to NFL to football to basketball. We covered the jerseys. We covered a lot. Do it then. Good episode, that wasn't it? Good one. Good one. Yeah. Well, next one is episode forty-nine. Very close to the big 5-0. Crazy to think that we'd and we could be celebrating episode 49 with the San Francisco 49 has been in the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow, we there we go. We could. Wow, we will. We could. We won't be, but we definitely could be. We definitely, we definitely could be. Uh right, we shall see you on episode 49. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for the support. And start watching on YouTube. Start sending questions. Fucking jumper. Yeah, watch on YouTube just to see my jumper, if nothing else. And we shall see you on episode 49. Peace.